Welcome back to That's the Tea. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we're here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, Ryan, we're talking about fantasy football one more time. And yes. We're talking about wide receivers. How are you feeling today, though, Ryan? How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> of course. Of course, Ryan. I know that was a little spontaneous. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm really hyped about talking about wide receivers just okay. because I always right. find I feel like every year similar to you and quarterbacks I feel like it's me and wide receivers because you know I double down on running backs round one and two so you know my my hands are deep in the dumpster for wide receivers yes but I I, told, I can't agree more with you <laughs> that's just how I play but um for today's episode it's gonna be pretty simple we got reading the tea leaves. We have one news article, one news headliner that we want to talk about. And then we'll be talking about fantasy football wide receivers. So for four, kick it off. Leaves, yeah, to kick it off. It's Jared Goff and Ryan. I have a headline for you. You know, I actually don't know what this is. Because exactly. literally I told you earlier, I searched up Jared Goff because I saw this on the note sheet and I had no clue which article you were talking about because most of the articles are like from three weeks ago exactly i don't know what you're gonna tell me i'm excited to share this with you so the news on jared goff is the lions believe that quarterback jared goff can be the team's long-term solution (laughs) and not just a bridge guy and you know this general manager for the lions brad holmes so i don't know who brad holmes is smoke as a disclaimer Well, is it smoke? I, see, I don't know if it's smoke. I think it's just them being hopeful. Because who else did they have? If this is their bridge guy, who's the, who's the real guy? They don't even have a real guy yet. So I mean, they don't. They have nothing else but to put their trust into Jared Goff. It's. Do you think? Do you think it's like instill hope in Jared Goff? Like, hey, like we really do believe in you. But if this team goes like one in sixteen, like, dude, like we're gonna cut you. I think it's to instill hope in him because he just got dumped by Sean McVay. Oh, oh. So my <laughs> Who, question for you is, do you believe in him? Do you believe in Jared? Do I believe in Jared Goff? Yeah. I like Jared Goff. He came from Cal. You know, I, I like that. Uh, I see. He's not Aaron Rodgers Cal, but you know, he's Jared Goff. He's Jared Goff. So if the Lions go one in 16 next year, is it Jared Goff's fault or is it Detroit not giving him a place to, to succeed? That's a tough question because we we bash on Dan Campbell all the time. So <laughs> we don't we don't really know if it's going to be his fault or actually Jared Goff's fault. That that is it. I think true. that's the tough part about it. But who I I, who gave two first rounders? Was it the Rams that gave up two first rounders or the Lions gave up two first rounders for, in that trade for for Goff versus Stafford? I think the I think the Rams gave up two first rounders. Oh, okay. Okay, that's not too bad then. From the Lions' perspective, yes. Okay, okay. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Are you a Jared Goff believer? As of right now, no. Okay, all right. I you don't give the man a chance at all. I feel like they. So, okay. Here's the thing. I feel like this is all just a setup for him. A setup? I mean, come on. Who's on that team? Who is on the Lions right now? Who? But but who is setting this up? Who is setting this up? I personally think. It is to instill hope in Jared Goff. It's the organization instilling hope into Jared Goff to make him feel better. Okay. At the end of the day, I think everyone in that building knows they're not going to have a winning record. I think everyone in that building knows they're going to draft a quarterback next year. I, 
I can see that. Did you see the photo of Jared Goff at his press conference? No, he did not look like a quarterback. He was just wearing like I think some polo shirt. Honestly, looked like a car salesman, like Hunter Renfro. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) He just doesn't look the part. You know what I mean? He really doesn't. That's. But he did have good years in LA, so it's it's kind of hard to tell. With good weapons and a good cut. I say we we wait and see. But I think this is all smoke. I don't think he is the long-term solution. It's very hard for me to envision that. Mm -hmm. But it is what it is. But I did include this news headline because it's a great transition to wide receivers. You know why, Ryan? Because the Lions don't have wide receivers. So we're not (laughs) going to talk about them for the rest of this episode. So we had to include them somewhere. I like that. So now equality or equity. Equality or equity. Yes. Exactly. I don't fully know the difference, but. Okay, I'll teach you one day. But yeah, uh-huh. fantasy football wide receivers. We're going to kick off with some intro questions. Then we're going to be talking about wide receiver duos. And then we have the wide receiving sorting hat, which I'll talk about when we get there. So the first question, Ryan, take it away. Who should the first wide receiver drafted in fantasy football be this season? Who would you draft? I think it's it's very simple. I think it's Devontae Adams. What? No way. You're not concerned about Aaron Rodgers? So, oh, I include... Okay, here, here's my spiel. Does Devontae Adams have a vlog on YouTube? I don't think so. You know who does? Tyreek Hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Tell me why. Tell me why. Okay, I'm going to give you the spiel on Devontae Adams. Number one, he is Michael Thomas except he runs more more than just slants. Okay. So he he's going to get injured next year and not play that much and score zero touchdowns? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was a little injured this year. And what did he do? He still popped off. All right, all right. So there's something. Again, he is a true number one wide receiver in a productive offense. He averages 148 targets per year. That's the most numbers I'm going to give you the whole episode. Okay. Don't worry, Ryan. I'm not going to bore you with them for that much longer. But... <laughs> He had over 1,300 yards both years in which okay. he averaged 148 targets or more. Yeah. And he's going to get that. So you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. It's hard to pass up on this guy if Aaron Rodgers is still throwing him the ball. But I have a counter argument to you. Okay. Apparently, Jordan Love looks really good. <laughs> really, really, really good at camp right now. Okay. Devontae Adams could come at a discount. If Jordan Love is throwing the ball next year, it's the starter. Yes, if he's if if Jordan Love's actually going to start Week One, I mean that Devontae, he should not be the first wide receiver drafted. Then, if he's coming at a discount, I feel right. I think he will be a steal because people uh, are passing up on him. Okay, okay. Just because he's so talented and so good, and I believe okay. in the raw talent of Devontae Adams, which is surprising because, I mean, Derek Carr threw him the ball in Fresno State. Did you? And he did pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you. Is that a diss to Derek Carr that no, he can't not. throw the ball well? It's not. I'm just. It's more of a diss to the fact that you, you're not Devontae Adams believer like me because you believe in Derek Carr so much. I believe in Tyreek Hill, the cheetah. Why? Let me throw some numbers your okay. way. Mm-hmm. All right. Just okay. Guess how many touchdowns he had from 40 plus yards uh, in the last four seasons. So in total. In total, in the last four seasons, how many 40-plus yards TDs? 27. 
pretty spot on 28 that's seven per <laughs> season right that means every time Tyreek Hill has the ball in his hands he has a chance to take it all the way to the end zone mm-hmm. and I think with that potential and explosiveness that's all you need he's the focal point of the offense I, I think I think it's all smoke that McCole Hardman is going to be like the number two. Yeah, sure, he can be the number two, but you really think they're going to put Tyreek Hill on the sidelines for McCole Hardman? I don't think they'll put him on the sidelines. Yeah. But I mean, like, but I mean, like now you don't have to worry about Sammy Watkins. It's, and again, you no one believes in McCole Hardman. Let's be real here. So, I mean, it's really just Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> okay. But I, I honestly think Tyreek Hill is going to throw up his peace signs multiple times this season mm-hmm. because he's going to score a bunch of TDs. It's always Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, or Devontae Adams going number one. But I think this year it should be Tyreek Hill. Okay. Okay. You know what? You, you actually put up a very good argument. I did forget that Sammy Watkins will not be on Kansas City this year. Mm-hmm. I'll take I'll And take... have you watched his vlogs? He, he's training. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He's playing some basketball too. Oh, he's playing some basketball. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, I like how he's seasonal. You know, it's not football yet. So he has to play the sport that's currently going on right now. Yeah. yeah. He has to feel like he's part of the NBA as well. All right. <laughs> Moving on before you keep bashing on Tyreek Hill. So a wide receiver that you will not be drafting this year. Okay. I got Kenny Galladay with an asterisk next, next to his name. <laughs> Why the asterisk? Okay. What, what, what is the footprint or the little notes? So. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you like two scenarios. So, <laughs> okay, because Kenny Galladay can either be two wide receivers. Number one, he can be Stephon Diggs. Goes to a with quarterback. Daniel Jones with your quarterback. Him? Hmm? With Daniel Jones throwing. With to Daniel him. Jones. He's a proven wide receiver helping out a quarterback who needs who needs help. Who was a little inaccurate at times, but needed weapons. Okay. And an offense that's pretty legit with real pieces. Sure. Now, or he could be Odell Beckham. Mm, mm-hmm. Where the offense runs through the running game, aka Saquon Barkley. Not everyone can get the ball all the time. So the fantasy values are all split. And the big question is can Daniel Jones actually take the year three jump? With that being said, I think there's an asterisk next to his name because I don't think Kenny Galladay is a wide receiver one, and I wouldn't bet a lot of money that he's a wide receiver two. But I do think he will have some sort of value in fantasy. Wait, wait, wide receiver two in real life or in fantasy? In fantasy, in fantasy, in fantasy. So you're saying you're comfortable with Galladay in the flex? A wide receiver, a low wide receiver two flex option. I like that. And I think I agree with you, and I'm not too surprised about you putting him on this list is because I never drafted Galladay ever. Mm. Never had Galladay on my team. So I, it's like, Galladay who? Fair, fair. But I don't know if he can pull Stefan Diggs' numbers. That, that's the only counter I have to your, to your speech Thanks. about Kenny Galladay. So because he- I don't think he has the quality of – I don't think Daniel Jones is – as good as Josh Allen. That's fair. That's fair. But who's in their division? What quarterback can cover Kenny Galladay? They have the Washington football team, uh-huh. Eagles, uh-huh. and Dallas. 
You're right. You're right. Probably no one can cover Kenny Galladay. You're right. So you're you're basically saying it could be either way for Kenny Galladay. It could either be very good or very bad. And you don't want to take the chance. And I don't want to take the chance. Exactly. I like that. Okay. So for me, I had two names. I got a gift, you know, because I two names instead of one. Oh, nice. To help you out even more. Tyler Lockett is the first name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Keep going. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Finish off. <laughs> who again? Tyler. Tyler who? Tyler Lockett. Lockett. Wow, Lockett. Crazy. The underrated guy. The under so he's so underrated <laughs> that you should you shouldn't take him. Or is this underrated? Like okay, we had we had the talk about him being underrated in real life. This is from a fantasy value standpoint. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So if you're a stats guy, you're gonna look at Tyler Lockett's rankings last year or whatever, right? He's like wide receiver 11 in terms of points. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good. You're going to be like, wow, I should maybe draft this guy. But then if you look into it game by game, his numbers are like borderline, like give you heart attack, blood pressure, number, high blood pressure numbers. Because the thing is he had 10 games where he scored six or less points. Most of his points came from three weeks where he scored 28 points, 38 points and 21 points. So he's a good player for the Seahawks in real life. But fantasy wise, I think you're going to suffer with him is why you can't draft him because he he's going to give you that like lights out game but then you can't re- you don't know when it's going to come okay i'm a i'm i'm going to agree with you on this one i feel like if you draft tyler lockett <laughs> oh you agree now oh yeah i know i know <laughs> all right i'm here i'm here to i'm here to to join this bash party right thank now for you, tyler thank lockett you. thank you but um so when you think about it though this is something that i i heard from other people it's just like why do you draft like certain players if you don't know when you're going to start them and if you're just going to put them on your bench? So exactly. the advice I have for people who believe in Tyler Lockett is that you draft Tyler Lockett and you just keep him. You just start him every week at your wide yeah. receiver too. You have to. And you and you hope you hope and pray that he gives you that wide receiver one, that top ten wide receiver value, or he doesn't. You you the- just have to stay strapped on because once you take him off your lineup he's going to pop off for 40 points. Exactly. So that it, it's a thing where y- you'll still get a wide receiver to value or like a top 10 wide receiver value at, out of him at the end of the year, just not week to week consistently. Mm-hmm. That's going to screw you over because you rather take 10 points every week than take six one week and then 38 the next. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. I feel like Tyler Lockett's that player that you draft when you don't know anything about fantasy and you don't update your lineup every week. Yes, because all you did was searched up top 10 wide receiver fantasy 2021 and CBS Sports told you to pick this guy. Yeah. So you pick him. And then he's going to be the team that goes 0-7 and and he starts Tyler Lockett. Yeah. And he pops off for 48 points. Now he's no longer just completely defeated. (laughs) All right. Next guy I got, Tyler Boyd. Oh, the Tyler brothers. So so I, I have nothing against people who are named Tyler, like Big Trust, like. It's just so happens that this guy's name's also Tyler. Got it. And I know this because I'm sure you know, I, I, I am a Tyler Boyd believer for the past two or three seasons. I had him on my team every year. Mm-hmm. One year I stashed him. The other two years I believed him. I consistently drafted this man. Mm-hmm. But he took a step back in 2020. And I think the argument on the other end is that AJ Green is gone. So it's going to open up targets for uh, 
Tyler Boyd, right? Mm-hmm. But guess what? I think they replace AJ Green with a guy that Joe Burrow is going to throw to even more, Jamar Chase. He's best buddies with this dude. So it's mm-hmm. going to get harder for Boyd. T. Higgins is also better, or he's going to get better. So I think Boyd will be fighting for targets on this team. But knowing my luck, the one year I don't draft him, he'll probably pop off this year. So we, you know. <laughs> so my question for you is why can't Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd live in harmony together? Why must T. Higgins? Because T. Higgins. So Tyler Boyd is going to be relegated to the slot, he's going to be yes. stuck in the slot. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he could produce in the slot, but I mean, will he give us wide receiver one numbers? Juju's been in the slot. Okay. Hunter Renfro's in the slot, you know? So those, they're key players for your team and they like convert and they like catch the ball. They're really good. But from a fantasy standpoint, a slot guy is not a wide receiver one. Fair. That's Very like Brandon Cooks, man. <laughs> it's like drafting Brandon Cooks yeah he's my wide receiver one in fantasy and everyone just looks at you like you're crazy what if he's not the wide receiver one what if he's like a wide receiver two or a flex would you be comfortable with Tyler Boyd in that in that in the flex yes yes in the flex yes but I think at the value where you're going to draft Tyler Boyd where people are going to pick him up it's a little too rich for you to be just pushing him down the slot uh, to the flex right away got it okay Very fair argument. All right, next question. A wide receiver that will take the biggest jump from last year. Okay. You already know who I got. (laughs) You already know. So who do you have? I have another wide receiver that came out of that draft. I'm pretty sure. Is he also the third person in his family with with that name? (laughs) I I don't know. I don't actually don't know, actually. Like he doesn't have a number three after his name. He does not. Huh. Don't have the same guy. What a shame. I have Lavishka Chanel. What? From the Jags? Yeah, from the Jags. All right. Tell me why. Okay. So he wasn't even that bad last season. He wasn't that bad, so I think he'll be better. That's the thing. That's okay. the thing. But will so. it be the biggest jump though? Because he wasn't that bad. I think he will. <laughs> okay. Because so or to answer your question, the biggest jump, because I think he was a no one started Lavishka Chanel. No one, no one, no one wanted to start Lavishka Chanel. He literally it, took up a like a bench spot on your team. The yeah. The thing is people just left him on the bench. Because people still believed in DJ Chark, but you know who doesn't believe in DJ Chark, in my opinion? Urban Myers. Yeah, yeah. Chanel. Towers over Urban Meyer. Yeah, this guy's too small. <laughs> this guy's too small. <laughs> Have you seen Michael Thomas? Yeah. Anyways, but Lavishka Chanel. My only concern is that he wasn't drafted by Urban Myers. So is he a true scheme fit? But, but he's a pretty versatile player. He is. He's a pretty fast he's player. Like, he could be a gadget guy. He could be a gadget guy. Now, I don't see him anymore than maybe like a wide receiver two or a flex, but I can see him be a, being a top 30, top 25 wide receiver at the end of the year. If, okay, fair if enough. This game really isn't fit for DJ Chark. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has to throw to someone. It's not going to be Tim Tebow. I hope it's not going to be Tim Tebow. He only tossed to Travis Etienne so often. Same with DJ Chark. Who's next? LaVishka Chanel. Change of pace, no does else. everything right. They and like no what you said, else. he didn't do bad. He didn't do bad last year. Okay, all right. So, you know, speaking of gadget guys, got a better gadget guy for you. 
I'm shaking. Say his name. Say his name. Henry Ruggs the third. Say his name. No. <laughs> he he was honestly, arguably the worst wide receiver drafted in the first round last year. And the Raiders' offense isn't bad. Did you know in 2020, they were ranked ranked eighth? So they're a top eight offense. They're only going to get better. Henry Ruggs is only going to get better because the guy, you know, he's getting better. There's, there's, there's really not much explanation here. I honestly think you take Henry Ruggs in the, somewhere in the second half of the draft, or if you have a chance to take him somewhere in the second half of the draft, you should definitely take a hard look at it in the one minute and 30 seconds or one minute that you have, whatever your fantasy league settings are. But Ryan, if they were able to, to be a top 10 offense without Henry Ruggs, why, why fix something? No, 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 no. Because Nelson Aguilar is gone. Okay. He is now a Patriot. He's now a Patriot. Oh, but. So then you have, you insert Henry Ruggs. You're not scared of Brian Edwards. Uh, I see you've been doing uh, some studying on the Raiders. (laughs) Well, Brian Edwards is one thing too, but you know, that's why there's a wide receiver one and wide receiver two. You know, so two can live in harmony. So who who is the real number one? Henry Ruggs. Can you say that? Is that the, is that what what Gruden's saying every day? Okay, just think of it like this: If you're Gruden, would you rather give a shot to Henry Ruggs or Brian Edwards? You and just saying, you and uh, Mr. Mike Mayock drafted Henry Ruggs at number 11 overall in the draft. <laughs> Who are you going to give the chance to first? You would give... Without the- looking stupid. You, you have to give the chance to Henry Ruggs. My exactly. Can he? What was his problem, though? He couldn't, he couldn't get off the defense, but he's so fast. So what changed? Did he get slower? Better. <laughs> you know, if he got slower and it helps him catch more balls... So be it. All right. <laughs> the man got slower, but I, I honestly think he, he's a, he's been staying after practice to practice with Derek Carr. It's no. pretty impressive, you know, pretty impressive. That's good. Yeah. Very impressive to me. That's, that's impressive. Dedication yeah. is what I see. Dedication. Did Darius Hayward Bay not have dedication? I'm just curious. No, I don't think he stayed back to practice. Marcus <laughs> Russell. <laughs> I don't think Jamarcus Russell stayed to the end of practice. <laughs> So, you know, Darius Hayward Bay actually had motivation. He just had no one to stay back with. (laughs) (laughs) So Henry Rugg is very fortunate. All right, moving on. A wide receiver two with the most potential to be a wide receiver one. Yeah. Hmm. Who you got? I also got two names for this list. Go for it. You go first. Oh, actually. Cooper Cup. Okay. Because he's listed behind Robert Woods on the depth chart. Uh, when you can easily argue that Cooper Cup could be the wide receiver one for the Rams, mm-hmm. like on the depth chart. So, and I think you also got to remember that Cups and Woods' numbers were lower last year because Goff threw for an impressive 20 touchdowns all year long. So there weren't that many touchdowns going around. And also, Cup played with a bad knee this year. You insert Matthew Stafford, should only help Cup. Fair. Uh, the second guy I got, I think you might like this guy, Michael Pittman Jr. Mm, okay he was a rookie last year didn't have too great of a year he only scored 59 points in fantasy altogether but see that as a good thing because people will pass up on him and you can get him for cheaper and if you believe Wentz can get the job done Pittman may surpass an aging T.Y. Hilton so that's why I got Michael Pittman on this list 
because number one is T.Y. Hilton right now, but T.Y. Hilton's, you know, his best game was against the Raiders, and that's not saying much. He torched mm. the Raiders. Okay, okay. I have – so when you analyze this question, my first question for you is, did you view it as like a wide receiver two on the depth chart or a wide receiver two, like like a wide receiver two that could become a wide receiver one? I saw on the – I thought of it kind of like a wide receiver two on the depth chart that could – be the wide receiver one in fantasy as in like be the focal point of that oh of, of that, that offense team. in general yeah yeah but right now they're definitely not because they're listed as a wide receiver too got it got because it, i think robert woods is still drafted higher than cooper cup in fantasy i don't know about mm-hmm. ty hilton and michael Pittman, but i'm pretty sure woods is going higher than cup or if not they're going in the same round got it i i think uh-huh. they're going in the same round so i'm gonna i'm gonna hop ship and go a similar direction, but okay. different player. And that and that player is CD Lamb. Oh, CD Lamb. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's good because I don't like Amari Cooper. Oh, well, there are many reasons why I don't like Amari <laughs> Cooper. I also do not like Amari Cooper very much. But yes. um, CD Lamb, very talented. He was drafted in the first round. I think Dallas got a steal a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And to some extent, I kind of think he's a little bit better than Amari Cooper. I mean, from my understanding, he doesn't have drop issues. Okay, okay. But I don't know which player that Dak likes more, if it's Amari Cooper or um, C.D. Lamb. That is true, because I looked at the first four or five games that Dak did play in. Their numbers were kind of similar, Cooper and C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. And occasionally – the- yeah. oh, oh, I was just going to say, they, they didn't have two different of numbers. Yeah, but the problem is that Dak liked another guy. He had two – He had two Michael really Gallup? Yeah, Michael Gallup had an affair with Michael Gallup. I think that's all smoke. I think it's all smoke. You think Michael Gallup? No, no, no. no. He he does like Michael Gallup. That's why he threw to him. But I'm saying the hype around Michael Gallup is all. It's it's going to be a fluke. I agree with you. I totally agree with you there. But yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. How are you going to throw to Michael Gallup when you have Amari Cooper? Like I say, I don't like him, but the guy's good. He's not bad. He's like a top ten wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And you also have C.D. Lamb and up up and coming or rising star. So why the, why the hell would you choose Michael Gallup? I'm not saying like Michael Gallup is bad, but I'm just saying you have a top 10 wide receiver. You're going to throw to a guy that's not top 10. Just doesn't make sense. Very, very true. All right. Next question. That's your only guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You only had one. Okay. Wide receiver that is being overhyped. Deontay Johnson. Steelers, right? They're, they're, I didn't even know there was hype around this guy. All right, keep it's going. Unfortunate. Can you guess where people where his value is right now? Uh, I'm probably gonna botch this one because I don't want to draft him. Probably round seven, eight, nine. He's the wide receiver two. He's wide receiver two. Oh, okay. He's ranked the 17th best wide receiver right now in terms right. of if you were to draft. I'm gonna give you some names that he's ahead of right now in terms of rankings, pre-draft rankings. He is ahead of Adam Thielen, huh? DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, CD Lamb. This is absurd. Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett, Cortland Sutton, Robbie Anderson. Oh, uh, what what did this guy do last year to make people put him at seventeen? I think besides people... being targeted a lot and stuff, you know. So. The hype is coming from the fact that people believe that Deontay Johnson is the number one wide receiver in that offense. So what is Chase Claypool and what is Juju? 
Juju's in the slot and he catches 10 balls for five yards. And uh, Claypool decides to show up. Mr. Mapletron wants to show up whenever he wants. All right. Okay. So then Deontay Johnson is your true number one that catches every single ball that comes his way. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. I mean, I think it's a little... Did you read this off like a Steelers website or like Steelers news website or something? No. It's like, this is like really what people Actually, believe in. All right. I, I can see how he's overhyped. Because I mean, probably because we don't believe in him, but maybe other people do, you know? I just don't. And I, again, I I beat up on the Steelers all the time. But did, did Big Ben look good at all last, last season? At all? Did Big Ben actually look like he can throw the deep ball, which is what Deontay Johnson brings? He's a deep ball threat. No, but how about if you just throw a screen to Deontay Johnson and he tries to take it all the way? You think so? That's that's, that's Juju's role. <laughs> but he, you know, he doesn't excel at that role too well. Gets caught behind the line of scrimmage. Because he doesn't have, because Juju doesn't have the speed. He's not the quickest guy in the field. True, true. But that, that was my guy, though. I, I don't all believe right. in him at all. My guy, Odell Beckham Jr. Because hmm, I'll be honest, I don't even remember the last time he played in the game. Fair. And uh, you want to hear some quick stats? Yes. Under 80 receptions, under 10 yards every season since 2016. Fair. It's true. I mean, the talent is there, but the injuries, I, I think, have been holding him back. That's why the numbers are so low. But availability is the best ability. So if he can't play, he cannot score points for your fantasy team. So yeah, Very I like Odell Beckham as a person, his poop stories, everything, you know, but I hope like a injury free year for him, but I'll take the safer approach and probably not draft OBJ. Odell Beckham Jr. is just, is just so interesting. I think we're going to talk about him later, mm-hmm. but I mean, on and off the field, on and off the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'll, I'll save my, my spiel on Odell Beckham okay. for later. So, Last topic before wide receiver duos, we got a wide receiver that needs to be talked about more. I think you'll like my guy. Okay, go f- go first then. Excite me, Brandon Ayuk. Oh, there you go. Oh wait, who do you think I said? I was about to say Brandon Cooks. And I was no, like, oh. Brandon Ayuk, your guy. I, like I think Ayuk. I think if you don't notice him now, you'll regret it later, because you'll regret facing the team with Ayuk on their team in the middle of your fantasy f- season. Because quick stats again, from week 7 to 15 of last year, he averaged 17 points per game. And that's just behind Tyreek Hill and your number one guy, Devontae Adams. And he led the Niners in targets last year. Mm-hmm. You got a new quarterback in Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. I, actually, it doesn't even matter who's throwing the ball. I think there's nothing more to wait on just buying an Ayuk. My question for you about Brandon Ayuk, I don't know. I'm just a little nervous. What happens when Debo Samuel comes back? It's fine. Ayuk's better. <laughs> Ayuk he's better. Is... He's younger. You know? He's young. They throw him the screen and he takes all the way and he hurdles. See, he hurdles. Debo Samuel. He doesn't get injured. Yeah, but Brandon Ayuk stays on the field. Fair. <laughs> fair, fair. Okay. So, I mean, D- Debo Samuel will come back, but if he can stay in the field, then yeah, we might have some issues. But. You know, he kind of got the injury bug. I mean, your whole team got the injury bug. That is that. Okay. That, that is true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. I, I do believe in Brandon Ayuk, though, just a little bit more over Debo Samuel, just because I feel like he's a little bit more versatile. Yeah. 
but oh, and okay. he could stay on the field, like what you said. So, yeah. so who's your guy? My guy. You're gonna hate this pick. God, <laughs> don't don't make me get so angry yet, man. We're not. We're like still got a little more to go in this episode. I have the episode. It's DJ Moore. Why do you like this man? So, okay, there's this man in our fantasy team that loves him, or on your fantasy league. <laughs> Why do you like him? Why do you like DJ Moore? Okay, I think it's all based on the value you can get him at. I know I say this for every player, but I think DJ Moore is a true wide receiver too. That's I like that. That's Who, his who's his competition on this team? Robbie Anderson. Okay. All right. And you have Sam Darnold throwing them the ball. And you have Sam Darnold. I'm most Sam don't think Darnold Sam, Sam Darnold's going to re- reignite his connection with Robbie Anderson and just throw him the ball? I mean, he can only throw the ball to Robbie Anderson so much. Okay. You're right. Keep do you, okay. So my question for you is, do you think Teddy Bridgewater is better than Sam Darnold? You think it's he's a lot better, a little bit better. I honestly think they're about the same, dude. They're about the same. So DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson both had a thousand yards last year. Oh, okay. Okay. DJ Moore, I feel like was very unlucky in terms of touchdown catches. He only had two. Oh, you only had two. Okay. So I feel like that's gonna go up just a little bit. You take two more touchdowns, I'll be happy with DJ Moore. He was already like a fringe wide receiver too last year. Which is still like those a thousand plus yards. So if you bake that in with a couple more touchdowns, maybe Sam Darnold might be a little bit better than Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. This offense gets better because Christian McCaffrey is back. DJ Moore is now a top DJ wide Moore receiver scores. two, wide receiver one. And most maybe teams, I'll try off this guy now. Yeah, you have some value. <laughs> maybe yeah. And he might be drafted as a flex in some leagues, so he might be a steal. Interesting. Now, if you ask me to pick between DJ Moore and Brandy Nayuk, I don't know. You still know you don't know? Why not Brandon Ayuk? See, that's the thing. I still think DJ Moore might might be better. Just a little bit. Just oh. by opportunity. But it's close because they're the same. You're, you're, you're kind of selling me. I, I think I probably need to sleep on it, but I'll definitely consider DJ Moore now. Yeah. There you go. That's that's why we had that party. Yeah. All right. Next section, we got wide receiver duos. So we are going to break down wide receiver duos in the league and who you would rather pick for your team. Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen? I think this one. Okay. Because okay. when we when we have this question, who would you pick? It's also, I mean, obviously, Justin Jefferson is the better player yes. than Adam Thielen. But the thing that we wanted to consider was the value in which you're going to draft him. Are you going to draft Justin Jefferson as a top five wide receiver? If I don't know, but I think if you're, if you want Jefferson, you're looking at a value of between end of round two, round three. I think that's where he's going. I think he'll be the DK Metcalf of last year. Okay. Where people okay. paid the premium to have him and he was worth the, the premium. Okay. And then I think Thielen is going somewhere round five to six. As a decent wide receiver. I think. I think. Uh-huh. I take Justin Jefferson. Same. Same. And what's your reasoning, though? I think... I think Justin Jefferson is just too good. I mean, I regret not drafting DK Metcalf last year. Very true. 
That's my mindset. So I don't want that to happen again with Justin Jefferson. I like that. You better not drop him again, though. We don't talk. I can't believe I drafted, <laughs> Justin in, I drafted Justin Jefferson in both leagues, and then I had to pay $30 in free agency budget just to get him back on my team. This guy gave up on the man after one week. Two, 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 two weeks. Two. I would He's never a loyal man. He waited two weeks. I waited two weeks. You know what else? You know what happened Not two one. years before? I dropped George Kittle for Tyler Eifert. <laughs> yeah. Never Remember won when Tyler, Tyler Eifert didn't have back problems. Yeah, then he broke his back again. We, I was like, oh man, we, I'm going to pick uh, up George Kittle and, and someone took it. for Tyler, Tyler Eifert. So, See, yeah. I do like Tyler's. Nice. You do, you do like a couple yeah. of Tyler's, but yeah. All right. Next one. Next one. Corlin Sutton or Jerry Judy? I got Jerry Judy. I, I, I like this because my reasoning was that both these guys are probably going to get drafted in the same round. Mm-hmm. I think uh, similar to Robert Woods and Cooper Cup situation like a year or two ago, or maybe it might be even this year where, you know, they're straight up drafted within a round of each other or in the same round. Mm-hmm. Uh, and between two, between these two guys, I'll favor the hot hand that hasn't been injured yet. And that's Jerry Judy. I like that. I like, I like that. The hot hand approach. I like Jerry Judy just a bit more again, just because the upside, the way that he stretches the field, the big play potential. Again, if Teddy Bridgewater really is throwing the ball to these two wide receivers, I see this being very similar to DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson of last year. You can't go wrong with either or. It's just whatever, whichever name you think is cool. Exactly. Next up. Uh, oh, back back to this topic. Amari Cooper or C.D. Lamb? It's C.D. Lamb at the right price. So Amari Cooper, I think, looks like a round three to four pick. Because I Okay, this is info from, I think, Fantasy Pros or something.com where you can literally do a mock draft right now mm-hmm. with the AI or computer. So Amari Cooper, round three to four pick, C.D. Lamb, four to five. I take the upside on C.D. Lamb. Same. Because between these two, I think it's tough. But I think they're pretty equal. I just flip a coin or just pick the younger guy in C.D. Lamb for the potential. Because we know what Amari Cooper is capable capable of. C.D. Lamb, we haven't seen his ceiling yet. Exactly. See, and the thing is, is that like, so I guess to reiterate the question, if Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb are there together, let's say you're drafting right now. Are you taking C.D. Lamb? It's round four. Oh, both. And I know they're both going to go in round four. Sure. Like they're both I, available. I, they're both available. You're on the clock. Amari Cooper and CD Lamb are on the board. Who are you taking? Oh, shoot. I'll go CD Lamb. You go CD Lamb in round four. Yeah, because I think with Amari Cooper, I don't know. Like he's gotten more consistent in Dallas, but I feel I still feel like it still haunts me the games where like he just doesn't, he kind of disappears for half the game. Yeah. He has that. You know what I mean? He always has those nine targets for four receptions and, and 38 yards. You're like, what happened? In, in like two quarters. In two quarters. And the other two quarters, gone. Yeah. Nowhere to be found. Oh, Mario. And he does have a, a, some drop issues. And I'm not too sure if – I'm sure – I think he's gotten better in Dallas, though. But I'll, I'll just take C.D. Lamb because of the upside. I agree with you on that. All right, moving on. D.K. Metcalf or Tyler Lockett? D.K. Metcalf. Yeah, exactly. I mean – I called out Tyler Locke earlier in, in a good way. I still like Tyler Lock, Lockett, but yeah, DK Metcalf. I would, take, move. I would take DK Metcalf round three over Tyler Lockett round like five or six. 
easily any day. Easily. I'd pay the premium. Yeah, yeah. I'd pay the yeah. premium for DK Metcalf. Because you know DK Metcalf, Donkey Kong's going to give you points, man. Young Donkey Kong. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, back to this this guy again. Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk? I put Brandon Ayuk. I know I was talking about Good. Debo Samuel, but I think Good. it's Brandon Ayuk. Good. I mean, I hyped Ayuk up earlier. No way I pass on him and take Debo over him now. Would you Next plug up? in Brandon oh. Ayuk? Would you plug in Brandon Ayuk as a wide receiver too? I would. Wow. I'd be happy. You put on the big boy pants today, huh, Ryan? Oh. Yeah. I believe in your team more than you do. I, you're okay. not believing in Henry Ruggs. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, fine. You can move on. <laughs> Odell Beckham or Jarvis Landry? I think you know my answer too. I know what I said earlier. For me, it's still OBJ. What? Why? Because they're being drafted like two rounds away from each other, maybe even one. Yeah, and you can get Landry later than Beckham, so cheaper. As a flex. And I think Landry can put up points. So you're going to use OBJ as your wide receiver too then? He could be a wide receiver two or a flex, but put up wide receiver one numbers if he's healthy. Jarvis Landry, when he's healthy, will still play behind Odell Beckham. So he'll still put up wide receiver two numbers. You're right. So I, I see. So you're going with the more riskier approach with Odell Beckham. I think later on in the draft, you should go a little bit riskier. Again, that's just my philosophy. So yeah. Okay. All right. I think I took the safer approach in, in when I thought about this. That's why I said one or two rounds after Beckham, you can get him for cheap. He can put up points for you. He's a clean player on and off the field. Fair. All right. Uh, moving to the last uh, two duos or trios. So the, this one is Juju, Chase Claypool, or Deontay Johnson, the TikTok trio. The TikTok trio. I I, I'm actually – I'm not too sure if De- Deontay Johnson is doing the dances or not. So oh. sorry if you're not part of it, but still guilty by association, I guess. Guilty by association. I said Chase Claypool. I said Chase Claypool too. I mean, I – the upside. When the upside, he yeah. the ball, it's scary. I mean, I think they're both just as risky. Like you said earlier, Chase Claypool kind of shows up whenever he wants to show up. Juju, you know, you'll know what you're going to get out of him. But something in my gut tells me to go with Claypool over Juju. I think Claypool will be that player that they're not going to draft him. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's that's the Chase Claypool that I should have drafted. Mm-hmm. I feel like there will be a lot of regrets for passing up on Chase Claypool this year. But, yeah, all right, last one. Ag Brown or Julio Jones? Ag Brown or Julio Jones? <laughs> this is kind of tough, actually. I feel this one the harder maybe, one. Maybe we might disagree on this one. Maybe the first one or, or the second one where we disagree on. I think it's Ag Brown. I, I go with Ag Brown. So we only disagree on one. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I went with Ag Brown because I think defenses will focus on Julio. Julio Jones is older and potentially regressing a little bit. So... Go with Adge Brown because Julio Jones will open up more opportunities for Brown. If you have to draft A.J. Brown round two. No. You would not. No, I can't. That, so if Julio, Jones falls, if Julio Jones falls to round three, would you take him? Yes. That's fair. And I wanted to bring that up because when we, when we compared one or the other, it doesn't mean only draft A.J. Brown, only draft Chase Claypool. Yeah, yeah. Look at the value. It's all based off of value and where you would take them. If he's on the board round three, AJ Brown, I would take him yeah. over Julio Jones. Easily. I agree. Mm-hmm. Easily. Some people might pay the premium for AJ Brown. I'm still not there yet when it comes to wide receiver. They're run first offense. 
you just it's too scary man i i agree i but so the counter argument though is like oh you would take julio jones round three what if he's still injury adverse injury adverse is the one where like he's still injury prone always gets hurt oh 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 oh. Uh, okay (laughs) why are you what if he's not injury adverse that's what i'm saying why why are you so mean to julio just because he's getting up there in age I like Julio. I always, I always did. I just never got a chance to draft him because he's always around one wide receiver. He's always, yeah, he's always around one. I think he might have been around two last year, early round two, Julio Jones. Yeah. 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 All right. I think that wraps up the wide receiver duo section. Yes. And here is the last part it's the wide receiver sorting hat. And here's how it's going to go. Yeah. I have no clue how this is going to work. No clue. I'm going to give you a name. You tell me where do you, where are you going to draft him? what round you feel comfortable and how comfortable are you actually drafting this player? So you're going to tell me like, Oh, like I would probably get him like round three or four. That's where the value is. So but, is it like actual value or where I want to draft this guy? So you're going to give both. So like, Oh, he's, he's a three. I think he's a three or four, but I would take him at a five. Got it. Or you think, Oh, he's like a seven or eight, but I'd take him in round six. I'd steal him okay. before other people came. Okay. So these first couple names were thrown around a little bit already just because of our analysis, so it's fine, but it'll pick up. Amari Cooper. Okay. He's probably going to get drafted three or four. I'd like to take him round six. Okay. And I don't think I'll ever get him at round six, but it's the drops that we talked about earlier and the inconsistency in play. He's The talent is there, but it's a little inconsistent. So, yeah. See and before anyone bashes on us, I just want to say I like Ryan's discipline when it comes to players like this. Like Amari Cooper. Thank you. Deep down Thank inside, you. you want to value him round yeah. six. That's true value. It's really true value for Amari Cooper. It's like round five or round six. Yeah, no round, round five. Round five to be a little generous. Yeah, like you no know? one, but no one. You say this in a party and people are like, oh, you think he's he's only a wide receiver? She's like, have you looked at his numbers? Have you seen him play? Like, like it's not that far off. So it's, it's not far off from a wide receiver to number like n- numbers. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you on that. I think he will be drafted around three or four. I think the earliest he should go off is five. Yeah. Deontay Johnson. I don't even know where this guy, is. from what you said earlier, he's wide receiver 17. I'm going to assume he's probably going to go somewhere from like what round four to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just not, I'm not going to draft this guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think he'd go off the Unless he round. drops. Unless he drops. Unless and somehow we're in a league where there's a bunch of Steelers haters and Deontay Johnson haters, and I can pick him up in like the ninth or 10th. I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. Go for it. Right. Yeah. Hey, I see that. I, I think... believe what Pittsburgh has to say about this guy being the number one wide receiver <laughs> and the, basically the Jesus to this team that's going to fix all problems. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I Again, he'll probably be off the board four or five. I would take him around like round eight. <laughs> Um, next up, DJ Moore. I think there's always hype around DJ Moore. He's probably going to go, what? Oh, I don't know. Is there hype around him this year? I want to say he's going to go like somewhere around round five, maybe. Okay, Am I that's right? Fair. That's fair. I would pro- probably see. I'm, I'm, I'm getting sold, but not completely sold yet. Based on what you said earlier, I'll probably take him around seven. If yeah, he's there. Okay. If he's yeah. there. That's fair. Uh-huh. That is fair. You know what I realized? Mm-hmm. We're 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 discounting all these players. So maybe we should make an episode where we do players that we think that you should draft in each round. 
because we're discounting every single player on this list right now. Because I realize we're basically saying he's gonna go here, but I don't want him till here. You know what? Maybe maybe we should do an episode after we do every position. Yeah, yeah. I like how you think. We we'll, we'll, we'll file that one away. Okay, but yeah, DJ Moore. I I think round four or five. I take him round round five or six. Okay, okay. I think so a little bit earlier than me. Okay. Yeah, I think his value is there. Okay, next up, new name, DJ Chark. Oh, DJ Chark. I don't. I don't even know where he's gonna go. I. I. Do you think he's gonna go like five to seven somewhere around there? Five to seven. Hmm. I will. Let me go look at where he is currently being taken. Okay. Um, okay. So I'll talk about it then. So I think while you look at it, I think he's gonna go five to seven. Honestly, I'll take him round seven as in hopes of like the upside that we talked about earlier that DJ Car- Chark could be the guy. I mean, Urban Meyer did diss him a little bit, but I mean, if he performs, you can't not throw him the ball. Got it. Got it. Okay. He's being, he is ranked wide receiver 33. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the name above him and below him. And you tell me which one you would take out of the three. Mm-hmm. Robbie Anderson, DJ Chark or Debo Samuel. Who are you taking? Damn it, dude. Oh, God. Maybe Robbie Anderson, dude. Maybe. Except you. Maybe maybe you have to go with Robbie Anderson in this one, dude. Because Robbie Anderson is not bad of a player. And he's being reconnected with um, with Sam Darnold. And plus, you also have DJ Moore on the other side. So it's like, you know, you can't just focus all your attention on Robbie Anderson. And (sighs) CMC's back, too. You take the flyer on Robbie Anderson. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, Cooper Cup, who is currently, I'll help you out. He's wide receiver 22, the second, the 22nd wide receiver right now. So what? He's going to be drafted like four, around four ish, three, three, five, five, or six. So five or six. Uh, I think five or six. I like Cooper Cup. Like Cooper Cup. Okay. Same with Robert Woods because I, I see him as the same player almost. <laughs> They're pretty, okay. I like that. Um, names around him, C.D. Lamb, Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay. Who are you taking? I think it depends on what I ate that day and how well I slept and everything because uh-huh. Cooper Cup's – okay. The other name – what was the other name? Not C.D. Lamb? Kenny Galladay. See, I wouldn't say Kenny Galladay. C.D. Lamb, I'm feeling risky. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like a gambler that day. But if I want something safe, I'll go with Cooper Cup. Go with Cooper Cup. Okay, I like that. Because you know Cooper Cup's like the safer pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next up, Michael Thomas, who is currently wide receiver nine. Okay, he's going to be drafted around late round two, two or three, right? Two or three, three or four, depending on if you're in a very wide receiver heavy. I'll take him four to five because no matter how much we bash on him and we make fun of it, like he's the number one wide receiver of that offense. And I think Jameis Winston is going to win the job. And I mean, you have to throw it to your number one wide receiver. So I think the targets will be there. It's just up to him to perform. That's mm-hmm. why I would take him round four or five. Okay. It's round four. There's Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, and Justin Jefferson. Who are you taking? Justin Jefferson. Okay. The hype was too- oh, oh, God. Uh, see, see, that was an impulse decision. Because now that I think about it, I kind of like Keenan Allen because I like Justin Herbert. Right? And exactly. He- he'll probably be healthy. For a whole year, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. But Justin Jefferson's also just too good. Exactly. But the only issue with Justin Jefferson is, you know, you got Kirk Cousins. Yeah. 
But they were ready to move on from Kirk Cousins. That that is true. That is true. But yeah, something to think about. All right, next one is pretty fun. Brandon Cooks. Oh no, I don't draft this man. What? He's on the Texans, right? He's on the Texans. He's the number one wide receiver on the Texans. He's currently wide receiver twenty eight. Who so is their like quarterback? Round nine, round ten. Who is their quarterback? No clue. No clue. Exactly. So it's like it's still scary. You know what I mean? And I and I know this contradicts what I just said about Michael Thomas, but I believe that Brandon Cooks is not the player he was when he was on the Saints anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's why I. I don't give him the same treatment where I'm like wide receiver number one. He's still going to get the targets. I don't know if this guy will perform. So I don't think I'll draft him. Maybe after round 12, I'll take him. But I never drafted it, this guy. That's fair. Okay, so this is going to be fun too. So Brandon Ayuk is wide receiver 29. So I'll compare him. I'll compare Brandon Cooks to wide receiver 27. That's Tyler Lockett. Who would you rather pick? Brandon Ayuk. Between Tyler Lockett and Brandon Cooks. Oh, 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 sorry, Brandon Cooks? Yeah. Oh, oh, sir. I'll just take Brandon Cooks. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Brandon Cooks in that case because the inconsistency, the inconsistency from Tyler Lockett is too scary. And Tyler Lockett isn't even the number one. I mean, he could be the number one, but DK Metcalf could be the number one. You don't know who the number one is. I, I agree with you. And this is, this is why I'm going to chime in real quick. For Brandon Cooks, you put him on your bench, and if he scores you 12 points back-to-back weeks on your bench, you got to put him in. Yeah, you put him in. You're, he's, in he's now your flex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can sleep happy. Yes. Tyler Lockett, get 28 points one week, four points next week. What do you do now? You, you literally, I don't know what you would do, dude. You're stressed for the whole week. You keep thinking about it. And then it's like, you, you, the situation is you're still going to look at your phone right before the 10 o'clock game and right when it locks is when you're like, all right, I can't do anything about it anymore. I'll just, I'll just watch the game now. I'm telling you, dude, there's a big drop off in feelings at 9.59 p.m. a.m. on Sunday and 10.01 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah, because 9.55, you're still struggling. Yeah, you're still struggling. 10.01, you're like, I don't, give, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Because at 9.55, you, you're probably still scrambling on Google trying to figure out who to start. <laughs> at 10.01, you're like, well, uh, it's God's plan, you know? I didn't have time to switch him out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, we got three more names where I'm going right. to rip them open. Odell Beckham Jr. He is currently wide receiver 32. So and the names five, around six, him. Five, seven? Five, five to seven-ish, maybe? Yeah. And you said the names around him are? Tyler Boyd and Robbie Anderson. Oh. In this case, I mean... After what you said about Odell Beckham earlier, if he stays healthy, he's a number one. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not take Odell Beckham at five or seven, five to seven ish? So I'm a. I hate to play devil's advocate. I know we're supposed to hurry. Wasn't o, wasn't Odell Beckham healthy for the first like six games last year? He was, and also you here. I, I can add to that. You know, Baker did better when Odell Beckham wasn't playing. Yeah, exactly. And here we are. Yeah. Like, oh, let's. Of course, it's Odell Beckham. <laughs> oh God. See, now you're putting doubts in my head because the thing is, I don't have a solid stance on Odell Beckham. That's why I'm like, you're pushing me back and forth. So I have really no clue what you do with Odell Beckham. I don't think anyone knows what to do with Odell Beckham. I think we're not the only ones. I think like real fantasy football analysts, they're like confused. Maybe they're, they're struggling. Unless you're a Browns fan. Unless you're a Browns fan. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Last two. Chris Godwin. He's currently wide receiver 20. 
and the names around him are DJ Moore and CD Lamb. Oh, this one's tough. Yeah. I think you probably still go either CD Lamb or Chris Godwin, depending on how you feel. Probably how you feel that day because Chris Godwin is what he's playing behind Mike Evans, CD Lamb's playing behind Amari Cooper, Brady's throwing to you, you're on the Bucks, the other one, you're on the Cowboys. I don't know. This one's pretty tough. What what would you do? I go CD Lamb. Remember? Chris Godwin couldn't stay healthy last year. I mean, if you also think about it, they also have Antonio Brown. They got Gronk. They got much more targets than the Cowboys. OJ Howard comes back. OJ Howard, too. Yeah. From a pure amount of target standpoint, it's you got to go with uh, CD Lamb. You're going to have to go CD Lamb. Yeah. Last one. I saved this one for you. Thank you. It's Jamar Chase. Ah, I like, I like. Oh, yeah, I saved him for you. He's wide receiver 24 right now, meaning that he would be off the board around, say, round four or five. My question for you, Ryan, you're sitting at the back end of, of round four. Are you going to draft Jamar Chase? And, you, yes. and the next time, okay. Oh, sorry, I got too excited. I was ready to take him. Round four, you would take round Jamar four. Chase. I'll take, I'll take him round four. Round three, would you take him? No, no, no. Round three is a little too rich. Round three is a little too rich. Round four, though. Round four, solid. Because think of it like this. I think, uh, what, what, what is your draft board looking like? That's probably your second receiver, right? Yes, he'd be your you're going, If you go RB, RB, wide receiver, and now wide receiver again. Mm-hmm. I think the good thing drafting Jamar Chase in round four as your wide receiver two is that he has a potential to be wide receiver one. I honestly think he has the potential to be the Justin Jefferson of this year. He could, but he could also not because Joe Burrow's offensive line is not that great. But I think the potential is there for him to reach wide receiver one numbers. Very interesting. So would you take him at the end of round three? No, only if I had like the end of round pick. So yeah, let's say you had the end of round pick for round four. So you start round four and you're not drafting till the end of round five. That's oh, 23 yeah. picks. You would oh. take him. There would be 23 uh, picks between you and <laughs> Okay, in that case then, then no, because the thing is you're 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 taking too much of a chance and you're just sitting around watching other people draft now. And they're probably going to take more safer and or safer and uh more stable players than Jamar Chase because we don't know how Jamar Chase is going to perform. Fair. It's all speculation at this point. Would you draft Jamar Chase in round 4? Yeah. I like it. So you were just testing me to see if I would break. I was testing you to see if you would break. I think he's too talented. I'm too excited for him. And it's the duo, man. They're best friends, best buddies, man. Exactly. Him and Burrow. Is that it? Is that all you got to say? That was the last name. That's all I got to say, too. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening. May the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again in next week's episode when we cover fantasy tight ends. Maybe tight end university boosts some tight ends up in our rankings. And that's the T. And that's the T. Take care, y'all.